Well, this morning I'd like to speak about uh, hell, actually. If you look here, we've got this, uh, Christ says, if whoever says you fool will be liable to the fiery Gehenna. Now, in, uh, in the Gospels, Jesus uses this word Gehenna quite frequently, actually, I think over ten times. And it's, uh, in Hebrew, it's Gehinnom, which, which means the Valley of Hinnom. And the Valley of Hinnom was this valley that was just south of the city of Jerusalem. And uh, hundreds and hundreds of years before Christ, it had been used by the Israelites for idolatrous uh, practices. And so by the time of Christ's day, when the, the general religious tenor of Jerusalem was, was generally more pious, at least in regards to there was an open idolatry being committed by the Jews. They regarded it as an unclean place. Uh, so the, so what they, they turned it into a garbage dump. And the garbage was burning there. It was continually burning. So there was, if you can just imagine this kind of a ravine south of Jerusalem, just outside of the sort of people where people would be living, and it was a big place of garbage, and it was burning all the time, nonstop, day and night. Didn't stop burning. And uh, I, from what I understand, I guess even criminals uh, were not were not given um, uh, respectful burials, but they, the criminals' bodies were thrown into this garbage heap, along with dead animals and all the other kind of refuge of the city that was burning. So it's a very, you know, very powerful kind of intense image, and Jesus uses this as an image or a metaphor for hell. And uh, Jesus speaks about hell quite frequently. He, he, uses, he talks about outer darkness. He talks about uh, just basically separation from himself or separation from God. He talks about destruction. He talks about fire, eternal fire, uh, eternal condemnation. Uh, and so... Of all the people in the Bible who speak about hell, you know, if you want to just take the New Testament, you look at, say, St. Peter, St. James, St. John. Uh, Jesus, by far, speaks about hell way more than anybody else. He speaks about hell dozens and dozens of times in the in the New Testament. And uh, so you know, the, the preacher who doesn't speak about hell is really not doing justice to the teaching of Christ and is not authentically representing Christ to the people because Jesus himself spoke about hell quite frequently. There's also, um, so that's one way that the preacher can neglect his duties. Uh, another another way that the preacher can neglect his duties is there's a, there's been probably in the past 50 years or so uh, an erroneous teaching that says, well, we know get, we know that hell exists, but we don't know whether anybody goes there. So hell could be empty. And it's a it's a false teaching. Anybody who says that is is speaking contrary to Christ's plain teaching. Jesus was asked this very question, and he says uh, very clearly in the Gospels in various places. He says, uh, "Wide is the path that leads to destruction, and and many are are they who go there." And he says, "Narrow is the path that leads to life, and few there are who go there." This is Jesus' teaching. And uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a time for sobriety. Um, it's a time for a serious consideration of our own lives. Um, and uh, 
the other the other benefit about thinking about hell and preaching about hell and, and speaking about hell is this: we know the highest motive for doing what's right and living a holy life is the love of God and not the fear of hell. That's true. It really is true. But many people are not at that level that they can lo- that they were going to live a holy life because they love God, and they need that kind of initial boost of fear of the fires of hell to kind of get them started in the spiritual life. And then they can kind of then grow on to the higher motive of love of God. So if the fear of hell is never put forth as an inducement to living a holy life, uh, what the preacher's doing is he's failing to reach a large swath of the people he's speaking to who really just are not spiritually mature enough to serve God purely out of the motive of love. And then finally, I'd say is this as well. Even for those who serve God primarily out of love and not out of the fear of hell, sometimes uh, the fear of hell can still be a very good motive for doing what's right. Uh, because in the heat of the moment, if there's a very strong inducement, uh, kind of a passion or something that's gripped someone and is tempting them to do something that's wrong, uh, very often in the heat of the moment, the thought of the torments of hell is very effective for turning them away from that temptation and not uh, having them give consent to it. So for even for those who are more spiritually mature, that the thought of the torments of hell is very helpful uh, in the spiritual life, is an inducement for um, doing what's right. And so finally, my brothers and sisters, uh, the good news is that God doesn't want any of us to go to hell, and he gives us all the helps that we need to go to heaven. And he gives us lots of opportunities. He gives us our entire life. And so let's live our lives today and this year and until we die in such a, in such a manner that we don't go to hell.